All right, everybody, we are back with another Sandlot Talk. Um, I'm Jared Perkins and taking over today to interview the two creators of Project Sandlot, Austin Byler and Ray McIntyre. Uh, how are you guys doing? Having a great day, JP. Ray, how are you doing? Uh, I'm fired up. Excited to be here. Excited to break it down. This entire project has made me so amped, so pumped. Yeah, so... For the viewers out there who don't know what Project Sandlot is, uh, tell us a little bit about Project Sandlot. Tell us about yourselves and then uh, the mission of the project. Yeah, I'll fire it off. Um, 4,200 NFTs, basically. You can see the characters behind JP there, but uh, they're going to be randomly generated. Uh, they're supposed to represent basically neighborhood kids uh, like we all used to be. And uh, we're using a lot of the funds for some good stuff. There's uh, Boys and Girls Club is going to get a percentage. Uh, Roberto Clemente Foundation is going to get a percentage. And then the biggest thing is our Sandlot Fund, where we're going to be able to use that money and impact underprivileged kids in some, some low-income areas. So uh, that's a, the very brief explanation of what PS is. There's a lot more that we can get into. Uh, but as far as that goes, like that's what it is. And a little background on me, I guess. Um, again, I'm Ray McIntyre from Northern California. Uh, Went to Nevada with Bai and JP, uh, played ball there, uh, stayed on to coach there, had coaching stints at Arizona, USD, most recently UC Davis uh, for a semester. And uh, yeah, got really fortunate to be under some really great coaches, attended the College World Series, came in second to uh, Coastal Carolina. We don't really need to talk about that, but uh, yeah, that's my background and uh, just really excited to get this thing going. No, it's huge. And yeah, no, we're super excited. And look at those characters on that that hoodie there of Ray Mac. That is legendary. Wife of the year. That was a gift, an anniversary gift. <laughs> right, baby. You can't get much better than that. Uh, so yeah, for us, it's been really cool to see the blend between Major League University and Project Sandlot. At first, we were kind of hesitant of like, how is this going to all work? How would these communities blend together? And they've just totally messed right away. And so that's been a really big benefit to what we can do with this and help a lot of kids across the world, which is our whole goal and impact with this project. And then um, background for me, same thing, played at University of Nevada with both these guys here and um, a lot of great time there. JP and I got to go out to Klamath Falls, Oregon for a, a, for a summer there, my first year of summer ball, which was awesome together. And then I went on to play with the Arizona Diamondbacks for a little bit in the minor leagues uh, for a few years. And then that's when we started Major League University in 2018 with the whole mission and goal of helping athletes through the middle side of the game. And so we've kind of transformed that a little bit with more leadership development, some culture building with teams and, and really just helping impact the minds of our athletes. And I think for this project, it provides a great opportunity for us to get into these communities that need the most help, who don't have the same resources or access to the help necessary to make a massive change. And that's what we're looking forward to doing. I love that. And yeah, I won't tell everybody how I just smoked you and then I'll be the show in Klamath Falls over and over again. <laughs> it, it, so. That was the biggest false statement ever made i'm off it jp i'm you off got, it <laughs> you got like one win here and there Let it be i known. probably never uh, lost for the people <laughs> listening i lived with by how long do we live together three years two years three years three three, three years. years feels like it's been forever and uh yeah no i can attest by by is not the best mlb the show <laughs> oh, <no. What? laughs> I was World Series fastball all the time. Oh, and I'm sending that thing 460 every every five hitters. <laughs> right into the catcher's minute. Yeah. <laughs> Four punches and a bomb. It's the most realistic game out there. Uh, I might yeah. be the best show player of all time. Well, you guys touched on it a little bit, but uh, 
one of the questions that we got from someone in the Discord channel is kind of what is your why? Uh, what drove you to start Project Sandlot and kind of uh, start pushing forward on this mission? Yeah, I'll start. I mean, uh, Major League University is very in line with it, you know, and I think I'll let Vi touch on that side of it. But for the Project Sandlot aspect, um, I'm, I come from a really small town, 7,000 people. Uh, it's hard to get looks. It's hard to bring people in to the community and run events. Just there's just not enough bodies, right? And with Major League University, we've been able to go around and see a lot of those communities and see that they just don't have the funds, right? Like to bring people in. So uh, with the NFTs and, and kind of realizing this technology coming together, like as a real chance to bring some good is where I just kind of wanted to jump into it. Like at first we were like, hey, we want to do something good with this. We don't really know what it is yet. And as these characters started to develop and like this, the idea started to develop, it's like, Hey, we can really use this money for these kids. Right. Like, and there's a lot of people that'll get behind that. So I think that's where it all kind of started for us. Uh, we started with the art and the idea of the NFT first, and then we started diving into, Hey, the community impact is going to be the biggest thing for sure. Yeah. The community impact has been the coolest part. The art's amazing. I mean, shout out to Ray Max. So this dude has been an interim head coach. He won't ever tote himself up, but I'll tote him up here. Like he was an interim head coach, which is means he's the freaking head coach for the all fall. And he was just dominating, right? He's so super busy. If you've ever been a coach, most of our following is coaches too, which is really cool to see how that's blending too. And for him, I mean, he's at the field all day long and, and he's not the guy who's going to show up for a three hour practice an hour before he's going to be there at 8 a.m till 8 p.m. right all day long and so in the midst of coaching at a collegiate level with his only really only him and maybe one or two other helpers with 25 to 28 dudes he created all of this art freehand teaching himself the art give me a break like it's not like he had a degree in this thing for years right he <laughs> just taught himself all of the art so that was really really fun to watch and see this creation um, all kind of come to life and so now for us we're been creating the backstory and a lot of fun stuff with it. And it's just provided a great outlet for us to kind of debrief a little bit, be able to provide impact to these communities. And for us with the impact, as far as MLU goes, it was all through our own personal experiences of mental health and depression, anxiety, yeah. and those things at a high level and seeing a lot of other athletes dealing with those same feelings and emotions that a lot of people in our world today, especially now are experiencing in the numbers they speak for themselves. And so for us to have a way to cut through the noise a little bit, to get in and to be able to provide some help and some assets to this, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. And I think that's huge. And especially with the, the COVID-19 pandemic, a lot of kids getting kind of pushed away from each other, those mental health, mm -hmm. those anxieties, those stresses, they just start to increase. And that's something big that's going to be to, to have to touch on. Um, the one thing I want to dive in into is the two charities that you chose uh, for the Project Sandlot um, timeline. What made you choose Boys and Girls Club and Roberto Clemente? Do they have a special place for you or what was the reasoning behind that? It's a good question. Uh, Roberto Clemente for me is like, one of my heroes right yeah. growing up my yeah. my dad loved him uh, yeah. you know I was just one of the throwback old school baseball guys and, and then on top of that like all the things that he did in his his communities to bring mm -hmm. positivity and and grow the game right like and then on top of that he has his the the foundation the award for it the and and so many players like that is on top of like the MVP I think that award the Roberto Clemente award means more to players than any of it because that goes so far beyond the game, you know? So um, I think that's the reason why we went with that. Boys and Girls Club has a, a, a close thing in my heart. I was uh, my senior year, human development major. Uh, I'm working with a bunch of different Girl Scout troops 
uh, five in a week actually for a whole semester. And one of them was at a boys and girls club. And, and for me, like just seeing how happy those kids were uh, in Reno in a, in a very underfunded community, just made my day. So like, those are the two keys for me. I know buys close with both of those as well. So um, maybe you had something to add on it. No, you hit it on the head, man. They're, they're both amazing charities doing really good work in our communities. And the, the Roberto Clemente was my dad's favorite player, which is ironic how it all works. And he was a big Pirates fan, grew up in Pennsylvania for most of his life. So he's all about the Clemente anything. So uh, that, that was pretty cool and special for all of us. And then for us to just be able to help more communities. I mean, those are just the two that we've named, but there's plenty of other ones that we're looking to impact foster care kids. Uh, that's really near and dear to my heart with three adopted brothers and sisters, um, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. It's just a lot of different organizations that are doing good. And so we're excited to announce some of those partnerships coming out here at the new year and just keep building on those partnerships. And for us to be able to give back to those communities that are doing good like this is going to be awesome. So um, no, Ray nailed it, hit it all right on the head. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing that will draw people into this project is it's, it's a project that's aimed at giving back and helping those that are in need. And I think that's a lot of what's missing in the world sometimes is there, there's these organizations that are out there, but they don't have a tendency to give back. And I think that's what will draw people in. Um, and you talked about some of the art and the design and all the hard work that you put into it, Ray. Um, what is your favorite trait on the pops? Oh, there's a lot. Um, I, there's one of my very last ones I did, and it's in the top left corner of you with the green headband. There is the the neck tattoo. Mm. Uh, it's Mac Miller has the, a very similar neck tattoo, and that's one of my favorite artists of all time. So that's a that's a near and dear one. Uh, but I think my favorite overall trait is the the purple sweatshirt the hoodie uh purple camo it, it reminds me of a babe hoodie back in the day all the kids in high school rocking babe so uh that's a cool one for me that I, I really think turned out really good but there's a lot i i i did the auto generation again yesterday kind of final test run for the layering uh and literally clicking through everyone i'm finally at the point where it's like god that one's sick that one's sick that one's sick, that one's sick. <laughs> you know so it's like and that's what i want i want everybody to get one that they're like fired up on and i think we're at the point where it all is yeah, no, dude, my favorite is the cigar in the mouth with the pinstripe yeah. uni backwards hat. Mm -hmm. That one is sick. I what showed a kid it today. I was like, dude, this is what I'm talking about when I say NFTs. Check this. <laughs> He's like, whoa, <laughs> that is sick. So those ones yeah. are those ones are awesome. And then um, I really like that Bitcoin beanie. I don't know why. I love the color. I love the beanie. <laughs> it just looks sweet. So I'm a big fan of that. But all the art looks nasty, man. It's just really well done. And to the fact that you've done this freehand by yourself just trying it out like just going for it is so cool that's the that's the coolest part about the whole thing so what what is the long-term goal for project sand like well where do you see this project in five years i mean you have a great timeline of how you want to kick off the launch but what is the, the long-term goal for the project yeah there there's a lot we wanted to do i think our big goal and, and one that we've really wanted to hit home this year with major league university is impacting a million kids you know impacting a million athletes um, helping them in some way. And that number has grown and grown and grown, uh, but it's going to take time, right? You know, it's, it's going to take years of, of grinding and, and, and going into these communities and, and growing our team. So uh, we certainly want to grow the team. I think in five years, we're looking to, um, I mean, hopefully before five years, but as we work towards that, we're going to be growing into other sports as well uh, to where we'll be able to say, Hey, we're going to bring a, a basketball camp this week to this community because this is what they're doing. And we have a basketball guy on staff. 
we're going to bring a football camp into this community because we have a football guy on staff while we're always talking about the mental side and, and mental health and whatnot, because those are universals. So I think that's the biggest thing is uh, growing the reach and, and just really continuing to hit home on, on those things. On top of that, we have a lot of other things in the works. Uh, we're going to expand at a certain point. Uh, our early holders and adopters will be rewarded for things like that. And we'll begin to gamify it as well. Um, without getting too far into the details, but there's going to be a lot of fun things you're going to be able to do with your pops down the line. Um, it is not going to be a overnight thing. We, we're going to have to take this slow. So don't expect to buy one and have it tripled the next day. It's just, that's not what we're about. We want the slow, clean growth because that will sustain and last the longest. Yeah, that's you spot on, spot on. And that's where I think we'll win in the long run is that longevity piece of, hey, let's just keep doing it organic. That's been the coolest part of seeing it organically grow. And then just the impact that we can have on other people and then getting other people involved and joining the team. Like Ray said, we got different sports, uh, male, female, all across the board. And then being able to reach different countries too. There's a few of our good friends in Cameroon, Uganda, uh, Honduras, uh, maybe even build a baseball field out in Honduras one day. It's been a dream of ours. So a lot of cool stuff that we can do with this and just the the proceeds that go to a lot of these youth communities that um, I really believe we can change some lives with this. So, um, and then our holders, right? Our holders get a lot of value with what they get, right? So some of those things with those community meetups with uh, different locations that we can have uh, events one day, right? Some really cool stuff, maybe some golf course meetups, a little uh, mm-hmm. foreshadowing on some things and then um, just growing the team there. You don't want to see my golf game, but uh, no. Hey, it'll no. be fun out there on the, on the course, though. <laughs> yeah. Is it as good as your MLB The Show game? Oh, dude, get, get off the show. <laughs> I'm the greatest ever at the show. They call me Tom Brady of the show. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Quick point on that, too, going back to beyond your poor show ability. Uh, <laughs> Australia and New Zealand, two places yeah. you've had people that are, yeah. are really big on, right? Like some people that are already there. Uh, our people. Uh, so that's, those are two places we certainly want to get to shout out to Hoots and Hendo. Uh, those guys were awesome. <clears throat> Number two, I just want to make it a quick point because this is something that kind of comes up and I was asked the other day and, and, and I put it out there, but it was like, do you guys think it's going to sell out? And it's like, for me, yes, I, I do think it's going to sell out. Do I think it's going to sell out within an hour? I don't know, you know, but the biggest thing for me is, Hey, when it does sell out, we'll, we'll open it up and everybody will, will see their revealed pops. If not, we're going to reveal it two days after launch so people can get theirs and they know it's there. And then we're going to grind this thing until every one of them sold, like flat out. That's what it is. We're, we're bought in and committed to this. It's not like it's 100,000 tokens. It's 4,200. We think it's attainable. And the biggest thing is we're committed to doing this. I mean, I got, a, I got cartoon characters in my shirt, brother. <laughs> like we're in, you know, so it fits too. Uh, I'm excited. It, really it does. No doubt. It's so, a great, I look. gave it. <clears throat> Yeah. Biggest point, dude, one more. I mean, like I was offered the job at UCD, you know, I was, I was told that I could stay on if I wanted to, I passed it on because I think this is something that we can impact more lives. Uh, you know, I love the dudes at the, at the UC Davis team, like that made it a really hard decision for me, but like, this is something that I'm really passionate about. And I think that we can really do some good with it. So like, you're not going to get rugged. We're in this thing for real. And, and I'm excited. 
Yeah, I think you touched on something huge is it, you can tell the passion behind the project. And I think that's the the biggest key factor right there is a lot of times we do things in life that we aren't passionate about. But you can tell between the two of you that, that this is what you want to do. This is what you want to grow. And I think that'll draw even more people in. What's the biggest things that you're working on in this first quarter of the project before the launch? And what are some of the big accomplishments you've had already before the launch has even taken off? I think flat out the fact that the art's actually done and looks good. <laughs> yeah, like, that's a huge one. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I mean, that was that was a grind for sure. So like really pumped about that. Really excited about some of the people, uh, first of all, in our community that have jumped on board and have been able to help so much. Uh, Suffs, Turd, or Jcast. Like, yeah, turd, those yeah. dudes are all awesome, you know? Like they've helped a lot. And then on top of that, we're already, uh, again, by had mentioned it, we're building these partnerships out with people that are like, Hey, I'm in, you're like jumping into this thing and, and some big ones that are coming. So, uh, really excited about that part. I think quarter one, I think we're going to definitely focus on making sure that, um, the locker room is done, which is our, you know, our private area for our holders where they'll be able to access all of these partnerships and immediately, uh, you know, get that, uh, value out of it. I think that's number one. Uh, number two would be setting up the first camp, you know, impacting kids right away. You know, so we're going to definitely expand our team. I think that's probably priority number one. As soon as we get this thing done and launched and all good, we're going to expand the team uh, with full-time people, members like yourself. <laughs> and then yep. uh, after that, it's going to be, hey, let's get into a community. Let's make this thing happen and, and go from there. So um, there's a lot. Uh, I think the, the gamification is probably going to come towards the end of quarter one is when we're going to start on that. Uh, I don't have a date in terms of when that's going to be done. We're going to need to bring somebody in that's going to be able to, to really develop this thing right and make sure it's a, a good quality product, uh, something we're not going to rush out there. So uh, constantly going to be developing, but I think those are going to be the biggest things that we're going to hit on in the first quarter. Yeah, investing in people is going to be huge. And for us, that means getting, I'd say, two or three people on board right away within the first week of this thing launching and ideally going as planned and being able to get them on board ASAP because that's going to really help take a lot of um, alleviate some pressure and just be able to help maximize our impact, right? Compound interest. So that's going to be huge. And then I think another thing for us is like having somebody and I already have them in mind as far as running the MLU camp side to be able to, Hey, take direction, keep growing this thing, keep building it out. And then for us, we can focus on those charity events of those different locations and communities that we can go impact through project Sandlot and our Sandlot fund. And Ray said it best the other day when we were just talking, he said, Hey, like we want to make this the dopest experience for anybody ever. I wrote down on here. I said, um, <laughs> Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Oh, dopest camp experience ever. <laughs> That's where it is. It's like, hey, goodie bag. You get the swag bag. You get the gear. Um, there's a, a really good guy out here, Jed Morris. He works for the Padres. He's one of the coaches for the Padres organization. And um, I just found out next week he's doing a cool give back camp for a foster community right? For foster kids. And it's an overnight camp at Arizona Christian. It's just an amazing event. So even things like that, that we can do and provide through the Sandlot Fund. I mean, we'll have a, an allotted slot of money to just give back in those communities. So there's going to be a lot of good things 70K, we can do. 70K, man. 70K yeah. out the gate. If we Let's sell go. this thing out, which amazing. is the plan, that's what is it's going. So uh, 70K right away, another 35K to both uh, Roberto Clemente and Boys and Girls Club that will make those donations. That'll also one of the first things we're going to do in quarter one as soon as these things go. Um, and I think the other thing that, that's really unique and cool, uh, Crypto Cannabis Club has, has done it with their chapters. Uh, we want to do it with teams is make regional teams, right? So mm -hmm. three or four people in Northern California own pubs. 
all it takes, I think, is we'll say four or five, get together, boom, make yourself a chapter or a team, name a team captain, and then, hey, we can start doing meetups in Northern California, or we can start doing meetups in New Zealand with all the folks that are out there that have, have been awesome and on board. That's uh, happening. We want to be able to, yeah, absolutely, we want to be able to make these regional lies so that, hey, you know, not everybody's going to be able to fly to, you know, Phoenix for a golf event, but we can say, hey, this weekend we're putting on a regional golf tournament at these sites, bang, bang, bang. Presidents have these things, and then we're going to put all the scores together, and it's going to be one massive giveaway on top of raising money for X, Y, and Z, you know? So the, the regionalization of it and making these teams is going to be really cool and unique because it's going to grow our community closer and tighter and allow us to impact more consistently in these areas. Hmm. That, that is awesome. And I feel like everybody who's listening to this probably wants to jump in and get on board right now. So what so. is the, what is the way if someone who wants to get involved with Project Sandlot, what's the first step that they need to take? That's a great question. Uh, first of all, familiarize yourself with blockchain uh, technology and uh, MetaMask and getting those things ready, right? Because some of it, and as buys experienced, when you want to put the money into your MetaMask, it takes some time, right? Like getting it all paid for and set up. So make sure you do that. If you're listening to this, you probably should start now uh, and then get that all set up because it takes a little bit of time. But when we go to launch, uh, continuing to spread the word, telling people that you feel are interested in about this and even leading up to them, uh, tell as many people as you possibly can. Like if you're bought in on what you're doing and we're doing, and we're at the point right now, in this podcast, if you're listening, you probably are bought into what we're doing. So tell as many people as you can, man. Like that's going to help us the most. We're going to do everything we can to grow the IP on top of, uh, you know, bring value, which is the biggest thing. We don't want to spend money on a bunch of outside stuff. We want to bring value to the holders themselves, which is why we're creating all these partnerships and stuff. So get started on the learning the background. We have some really quality links on our website, the helpful links source. Uh, there's a, a video uh, link uh, with a bunch of videos that breaks it down A to Z in about 45 minutes, what blockchain is. So that's perfect starting point. First thing I tell everybody to do is to go there. And then we have an article on our major league university blog. So at majorleagueuniversity.com, go to the blog section. I think it's under free stuff blog. And uh, it's even if you just search for MLU JPEG, that's the first link that comes up because so many people have been, you know, getting on it and utilizing it. So that'll outline all the steps you need to take to get started. Uh, and then, yeah, just tell as many people as possible. What are the, the dates of the whitelist, the, the dates of launch? So everybody knows and knows how to, to get a hold of one of these things. Yes. Whitelist January 2nd. So January 2nd, we're going to go. Uh, I don't have a time yet. Uh, I'm going to be putting all this whitelist stuff together. So <clears throat> if you're listening right now and you aren't in our discord, make sure you jump into our discord and the link is at the top of our Twitter. Uh, you should be able to get in right away uh, and then go in there, hashtag whitelist, put your information down. Uh, we're going to need a wallet link in your Twitter uh, account info. I'm going to put all that together. We've made it very lenient because uh, we want our true supporters to be able to get in there. Uh, so we're going to do that. And then January 5th will be a public launch for everybody else. So uh, it's coming up really quick. Uh, by the time this comes out, I would assume we're probably about a week out. Uh, so get on it. We're really excited and, and fired up. Awesome. And then for the last question, is there anything else you want to leave the, the Project Sandlot listeners and followers for both of you? 
Yeah, I mean, for us, we want to appreciate the support. It's been inc- incredible to see the growth that has happened in such a short time. So thank you to those that have been supporting since day one, whether you're in the Discord or Twitter or even on the Instagram, just checking out some of the art and, and reaching out about it. It's been fun to have a lot of good conversations with a lot of people that I never thought would be interested in this, and they're all in. So that's been really exciting. Um, number two, I think just keep leaving the world a better place than you found it and keep being a good person. I mean, that's the biggest thing for us is, hey, how can we keep making an impact? How can we provide positivity? How can we upgrade communities when we go there or enhance them in a positive light? And for us, it's really about the mental health piece and helping people become the best versions of themselves. So uh, through this project, that's something that you will find and something that you will be a part of. We've been doing it for three years. We're not just saying we're going to do it. We've been doing it consistently for three years and we're going to do it for another 30. We're super excited about that. This is just going to provide more resources to help us expand our reach a little bit. So uh, that's been the coolest part. So if you're a part of the team, if you're a part of the crew, we love it. We're excited. Thank you for being a part of that. And you're a part of something bigger than yourself, which in my opinion is very powerful for each one of us when we're chasing our passion and our soul cup. So uh, that's just some things for me to leave us with. Ray, you got anything? Yeah, I think the biggest thing to look at ours is just, hey, there's a million NFT projects out there. Let's be clear, like not all of them are going to go to the moon. You know what I'm saying? So we don't want to ever say, hey, financially invest in us because we're going to make you a ton of money. We're asking you to invest in us because you believe in the cause. We, we have avoided paid shilling where we're not bringing in and paying a bunch of athletes to jump on board because that's not who we are. Uh, we don't want to be a pump and dump. We want to be the long-term project that's helping people and, and really set the standard for crowdfunding in Web3, you know, which I think we are starting to do that in the baseball world and, and sports world. Uh, and number two, I think the coolest thing with all of our guys that have been listening and jumping in, a lot of people from the NFT community are coming in because, hey, they are their little league coach. They, you know, they coach their son's team in basketball. Uh, Black Doug is one of the dudes, great guy uh, in the Twitter spaces. He is a prime example. He sent me a picture of him and his little league team uh, just the other day. But I love working with my son and what you guys are doing is really awesome. Uh, and I can't wait to help. So. Thank you guys all that have been so supportive with what we're doing. Uh, I know it's really strange in a new world for a lot of people, uh, especially in the baseball community that are coming over for the first time. So if you have any questions or need any help, please reach out. We've been uh, pretty good at staying up on that. So uh, again, thank you so much for just even having our back and listening to this podcast. Yeah, it's awesome. Thank you guys for taking the time to do the interview, explain Project Sandlot to everybody and keep grinding and make sure everybody goes out and gets themselves a pop come January. (laughs) Pop it up, baby. Team up. Let's go. Unite. That's right. Till next time. Uh, Last thing. Last thing. Sorry. You don't, you don't, you want to be a part of old Garrick. That is all I got. That's all I'm leaving you with. (laughs) Hey, it's a dynasty. Later.